Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which is titled, Am I the A-Hole for Gifting My Granddaughter a Custom-Made Cookbook Instead of Something a Little Pricey? And this comes from First Owl 7199 Hello everyone, I'm new on Reddit. My friend's son told me about this app and told me I should post it in here to get some unbiased opinions. I, 59 female, have three kids. 39 male, 35 female, 32 female. My husband died 10 years ago. From then, I've been on my own. I live in a small townhouse. I'm not poor, but I am comfortable with my living situation. So recently, my son Keith, 39 male, told me he wanted to throw a party for my granddaughter, Rita's 18th birthday, because she is going to be an adult. He wants the day to be memorable to her. I know my son. He loves his kids very much. I love my grandkids as well. I know he's going to buy her some expensive gifts. I, on the other hand, cannot afford to buy something expensive, but I wanted my gift to be thoughtful and show efforts that I love Rita as well. So I had an idea. I've been a home cook for more than 30 years. I used to work in a restaurant before and then moved on to having my own catering business in my early years. I loved creating new recipes and altering the old ones to my own. So I had an idea to make a compilation of some of my signature recipes and make them into a book. I wrote down 20 recipes on my computer and with the help of some grateful people, I was able to print them out. I had another idea to make the recipes into a cookbook. So I went on a publication house and told them to make a cookbook that looks like an ancient book, except it will contain recipes. I did that because one, Rita has a passion for cooking. She wants to go to culinary school and hope to open her own restaurant chain. Two, Rita also likes things that are medieval. She's into one of those Lord of the Rings kind of things, so I thought it was a thoughtful gift for my lovely granddaughter. When the day arrived, I packed it up along with her favorite cookies. When it was time to open the presents, she got a lot of stuff. And when it was time for mine, I was happy. She opened it and gasped. I explained it to her that the book contains all the signature recipes I have made over the years and I want her to have it. She said thank you and that she appreciates my gift and someday she will try to recreate it. Everyone seems to be happy except for her mother. She pulled me to the side and told me I should have made more of an effort into her gift and not give her some cheap book. I was appalled. I told her Rita likes it and that's all that should matter. She told me Rita only pretended to like it because she doesn't want to be disrespectful and Rita is still a child who doesn't know anything. And also added that it was a little narcissistic of me to make Rita's gift about myself and my cooking rather than it being about her. Now, I am sad. If Rita didn't like it, I'd be happy to replace it. But it is now making me wonder if my gift was actually cheap or not. Should I have just bought something a little pricey rather than given her a cookbook? 
Now, absolutely not the a-hole at all in this situation to me. And this is a gift that she's going to treasure in her future. I guarantee it. I think gifts like that where you're putting your time, your effort, your thoughts into it are absolutely wonderful. And it just brings me to the last couple of years since we lost my dad and my mum. And one of my nieces, she buys me like a, a, a t-shirt or an item of clothing, which, you know, I always love having. But she also makes like a custom gift of some sort. Not all the time, but sometimes. And it's really appreciated. Like last Christmas, she got a ball ball. I always don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> At, with, a, with a picture of both of my parents in and it's got like the snow in it and stuff to hang on the tree and she made this like little nice box for it and stuff like that and it's just absolutely wonderful to receive so to receive a custom cookbook that you put all this effort in your own personal recipes as well is just really touching and like you said it's about what your granddaughter wants and she's happy with it she she will be happy with it in the future as well do not doubt yourself on that not the a-hole from me but Pitbull's rule says, in 10 years, she won't remember the pricey gifts. She will have yours and a piece of your heart forever. OP, you are not the a-hole. Rita's mother is. Some people are materialistic and she sounds like one of them. I'm sure Rita's gasp was with pleasure. Why not ask Rita directly? Her opinion is the only one that matters. For what it's worth, I would love a gift this thoughtful. If you ever decide to sell the book slash recipes, please let me know. Not the a-hole. Raha Rock says, my grandma hand wrote out multiple family recipes that I've framed and hung up in my dining area. She died seven years ago and those are some of my most treasured gifts and they were just hastily written out and given to me for zero special reason. This gift will outshine anything else she got and I feel her mother was jealous. Honestly, I'm thinking about doing this with a few of my recipes for my kids. Thanks for the great idea and forget about anything that jealous shrew has to say. Not the a-hole. Old Beach says not the a-hole. My grandma just passed five months ago and I would love to have her recipes. My aunt who has them is really busy and is trying to get them to everyone who wants them. Soon, not later, replies that saying, I was about to type this. My grandmother passed away years ago and I would do anything to have her recipes written down. She was a wonderful cook but never wrote anything down. I miss her so much. On the flip side, my oldest graduated the year before last and got so many things. What she remembers most is an old necklace my mother-in-law gave her. It wasn't even expensive, but it meant something. Anyone can write a check or spend money. Not everyone is willing to give you their time or a piece of themselves that you can hold on to. Opie added a bit of additional information. They says, I have five journals in total filled with recipes. I also know some in my brain because I cook them so often. I would love to compile them. I honestly have little idea what today's generation likes, so I thought giving her this book would be nice since she always wanted to learn my cooking methods. I made that gift because Rita is the only one in our family that pesters me for cooking tips. Everyone else does praise my cooking and love to eat it, but she wanted to learn it. So I thought I would give her some of my dishes that I modified and added a little twist of my own. I know Rita liked it genuinely. I can tell by her expression. But if I'm being honest, it was bland compared to what others gave her. Her aunt gave her a designer bag and other stuff too. And a bit of information about how Opie made the book and says it was basically a printing house that belongs to my late husband's friend. I got discount on it. And someone asks, has Rita's mum always been like this? What did your son say? Opie says, my son doesn't know about it. He said my gift was thoughtful and he always loved my cooking and it is useful for Rita. My daughter-in-law is not bad. She respects me a lot, but I can say she is someone who likes things and likes to be pampered. 
I don't see any harm in that because I was just like her. I like to have some things that gave me joy. My husband never said no to me. She can have a lavish life because my son earns a lot of money. Someone says to OP, her mum may have been hoping you'd give her a big check to help with college. OP says she doesn't need a big check. My son earns a lot and has a trust fund and college fund for both his kids. Her mum also comes from a fairly well-to-do family. So, as you can probably guess from that post, OP was overwhelmingly not the a-hole in that situation, but does update the post and says, Hello, I want to thank everyone for your kind and warm comments. They are so nice and full of love. I know people have asked about what happened next. I wanted to give you some update too. I saw some of you advised me to ask Rita privately if she liked the book I gave her or not. I did. I called her up a few days ago and just wanted to chat with her. After some small talk, I asked her if she liked the present I got for her. She told me she loved it. She has been reading all the recipes and will try to recreate them. She then, out of the blue, asked me if she and her brother could come to my place and stay. I told her they can whenever they want. I find it a little odd. They did stay over at our place when their mom and dad were going on vacation, but I know for sure they are not. So the next day, my son, Keith, brought both my grandchildren, Rita and Tom, at my place. I know something was wrong as soon as I saw my son's face. I invited them in. I asked Rita and her brother to go to the kitchen and have some snacks and I asked my son if everything was alright. My son looked a bit sad and angry. It was a mixture of both of those emotions and he revealed to me that he had an argument with his wife and that he is seeking a divorce. Obviously, I was shocked. They never seemed like a couple who would have problems. Whenever I saw them, they were like a happy couple who couldn't stay away from each other for a long time. I asked him in details what exactly happened. Why is he seeking for a divorce all of a sudden? He didn't go much into details. He just said he and his wife got into an argument because of my gift. His wife apparently told him to make me buy a second gift that looked a little bit expensive. Like something designer. He said to her that it was not necessary. Rita likes it and that's all that matters. They got into a significant altercation over this. My son confessed that he has been unhappy in his marriage for a long time. They would fight because of my daughter-in-law's habit of spending. My son does earn a lot, but to see his wife spending his hard-earned money on useless things really makes him mad. He tried to have a conversation with her because of it, but it failed. He also said there were other problems too, but he doesn't want to talk about it until he sorts this out. I regret their argument was sparked by my gift. I hope they're able to sort it out. Regardless of what my son decides, I will be there to support him. I do feel bad for Rita and Tom. Rita is an adult and she can understand, but Tom is still 14. He has to grow up in an unpleasant situation. Before leaving, my son requested me if I could keep both of his kids with me for a while because the tension in this house right now is not healthy for them. I happily agreed. I don't mind having my grandkids with me. On the other hand, Rita has promised to help me find and compile my old recipes. Some of them are really old and the journal I wrote it on has been in bad condition. I think writing them in a Word document is a better option. Also, a lot of you guys asked me to release my cookbook. I don't know if I will do that. That sounds like a good plan, but, but I will put a pin on it for now. I have a lot on my plate right now. Edit. Hello, everyone. I appreciate all the comments, but I don't think it's fair to criticize my daughter-in-law so much. Yes, I know she was wrong here. She's not perfect. None of us are. But she is not a bad person overall. So cut her some slack. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled My 28 Female Dog Growled at My Niece, 3 Female, after she spent an entire evening harassing him. Now my brother, 31 male, wants me to put the dog down. Hi everyone. I have fostered a multitude of dogs in my life and dealt with a lot of behavioral problems. Dog aggression, cat aggression, food aggression, separation anxiety, super high prey drives. I've seen it all. I've certainly encountered my fair share of dogs who weren't safe around small children. So I feel extremely confident in saying my current five-year-old lab mix is safe for kids. He's basically a gigantic teddy bear and loves everyone. However, it's always been my personal philosophy that dogs and any other animal really should never be left alone with young kids, even if it's the sweetest, most mild-mannered dog in the world. The kids don't understand when they are pushing the dog past its limits, and the dog cannot reasonably be expected to put up with being harassed long after it signaled that it would like to be left alone. My niece has never been good with my dog. She pulls his tail, climbs on him and lays on him, hits him, pulls his ears, gets in his face and yells at him and never gives him a second to himself unless she's forced to. He's basically a saint with her, but every dog has its limits. I stay as on top of this behavior as I can, forcing her to leave him alone when it starts to seem like too much, and locking him away in a bedroom if she won't. My brother and sister-in-law, 30 female, really just don't get it though. I've tried to talk to him about this behavior a bunch of times, and they know it's wrong they think it's wrong in the same way that her refusing to share or not picking up her toys is wrong. They don't understand that it's dangerous and that if she was left alone long enough, my dog might lose it and attack her. This has been going on for over a year. I've tried to have this conversation with my brother over and over, but he always acts like I'm criticizing his parenting, which is not the case. I don't think my niece is especially bratty or out of control for a kid that age. It's just that this behavior is dangerous to both her and my dog, and it needs constant intervention. The same way that a small kid playing with a stove isn't especially bratty, it's just especially dangerous and needs to be curbed ASAP. I even tried having a dog trainer friend explain this to him, and he still didn't get it. I tried to come up with excuses for why he can never meet at my house for our family hangouts, but I couldn't think of one the other day, and my brother and niece came over. I was cooking dinner and not paying attention to make sure my dog was okay which was absolutely my fault, and I accept responsibility. I asked my brother a few times to keep her away from my dog, but he kept saying she was fine. 
I did move my niece away from him a few times, but I wasn't vigilant enough. My dog ended up getting to the end of his rope and growling at my niece. I immediately grabbed my dog and brought him into my bedroom. I did not punish him at all. Frankly, I'm glad that he signaled loud and clear that he was uncomfortable. I would never want to discourage him from doing that because then next time, he'd skip the growling and go straight to attacking. I came out of the room, ready to talk to my brother about how this is what I've been talking about. But he was furious, yelled that my dog is a menace who should be put down and left. I completely understood his reaction. That's his daughter and he was afraid for her. Nothing else mattered to him. But he hasn't calmed down at all since this happened and won't talk to me except to say my dog needs to be put down and he won't be speaking to me until it's done. He also tried to involve our parents who said they will absolutely not be getting involved. They know my niece's behavior with my dog has been a problem in the past. I've not heard from my sister-in-law at all, which makes me think she might agree with me. Knowing her personality type, I don't think she'd sit out of a fight like this if she thought my dog was dangerous. The way I see it, this is solely my fault and my brother's fault. I shouldn't have allowed my niece to harass my dog. I knew what could happen. And I was more concerned about how upset my brother got when I tried to bring it up than I was about my niece's safety. I should have just said my niece wasn't allowed around my dog until she got a bit older and dealt with whatever fallout there was within my family. Similarly, my brother should have kept a better eye on his kid and not been so defensive when I tried to explain the problem. My dog, on the other hand, put up with being harassed for over a year, and when he was finally pushed to his limits, signaled very loudly and harmlessly that he needed to be removed from the situation. He is not dangerous, and I will not put him down. My brother is now saying that the entire family has sided with a dog over his child, which is not the case. It's just that there are lots of other solutions to this problem. I'm perfectly happy to crate my dog when they come over or leave them in another room or just have them over again and hang out somewhere else. There's no reason for my niece to ever see my dog again and I'd be happy to talk over a solution with him. It's just that he won't talk to me at all and I don't know what to do. Should I give him more time to cool off? Should I go over to his house to try and talk? I don't want to ruin this relationship. We're very close, but I'm not putting my dog down over this. Radiant University said on this one, your brother is being an ass, and I'm sorry. I'd let him pout it out. You going to him to talk it over is only giving him what he wants. Attention. It's not his daughter's fault or the dog's fault. It's his and his wife's fault for not teaching their daughter how to play with your dog and when to leave the dog alone. If they want to be this ridiculous and ruin your relationship with them over it, that's on them. Egg Jacket says, people don't want to come out and say it, but your brother is a shitty dad. Your stove analysis is spot on. When you see your kid doing something dangerous, you stop them immediately. This isn't a parenting decision that we can agree to disagree on. Like breastfeeding past a certain age or kissing your kid on the mouth. He's allowing his kid to harass an animal after being told multiple times how dangerous it is. He even got a dog trainer to try to explain it to him and he still blew it off. What the hell is wrong with him? And now that he's been given that most gentle wake-up call in the world, he's lucky his daughter didn't get bit. He wants the dog put down. Your niece is going to get attacked by a different dog. In fact, if you put this dog down and got a different one, it would just attack her instead. Because your dog acted completely rationally and the next dog will do it too. One more from Sipiko who says, Your bro needs to educate his kid as well as please keep the niece out of your house. If this was an incident where you are out and walking the dog and he starts growling at kids, okay, dog needs to be trained, but the dog was in a safe space, getting harassed. I don't feel like it's fair that he needs to get locked up in the bathroom because the kid is uneducated and doesn't have boundaries. Kids will be kids, sure, but kids won't harass animals if they are taught to respect them first. 
Your brother has no right over another creature's life. Then OP updates the post and they say, Hey everyone, thank you so much for the advice on my previous post. It blew up while I was asleep and I couldn't respond to everyone's comments, but I did really appreciate all the people who took the time to give me advice on how to handle my brother. This update is kind of a mixed bag. My family has been having dinner together one night a week since the pandemic started, usually at my parents' house. This week I thought my brother and his family would sit it out and it would just be me and my parents, but my sister-in-law showed up without my brother or niece. She said she absolutely did not want to discuss what happened, so we didn't. But I can't imagine how pissed she must be at my brother to openly go against him so she could attend the dinner with her in-laws. So that's good. Since dinner went well and we all had a good time, I decided to send my brother a text this morning to try to make amends. The text I sent said, Hey bud, we missed you and niece at dinner last night. I was hoping you'd come by so we could talk about what happened with niece and dog. I understand that you're upset and I'm really sorry that niece was scared. You know how much I love niece and I'd never want anything bad to happen to her. I absolutely won't put dog down though. He's not dangerous, it's just he can't talk so he growled to communicate that he wanted niece to leave him alone. He's a family member to me. I can't put him down. Especially when he didn't do anything wrong. But there's lots of solutions we can work out to keep niece safe. I'm totally fine if no one in your family ever wants to see dog again. Or if you want, we can talk with dog trainer friend to try and figure something out that keeps everyone safe. You know, I think you're a great dad and doing an awesome job with niece, but I really think she would benefit from understanding how to treat animals. The next dog she meets might not be as relaxed as mine and she could really get hurt. We can work on teaching her together. If you want to meet for dinner next week, I can come to you and we can get takeout from restaurant. I miss you. The text I received back said, Once again, you and everyone else chose a dog over my human child. It doesn't matter what niece did. She is human and deserves to be safe. You're really saying, well, she started it about your dog almost attacking my child. You can't keep a dog that would attack a kid for being a kid. And I can't believe you're talking about the next time niece meets dog. What about the next time your dog meets a kid? The next parent won't be so understanding. OP, they'd call animal control and demand he be put down on the spot. No, we can't meet for dinner like nothing happened. And my response to him was, sorry you feel that way. Please let me know when you're ready to talk about it. I'll be here. Opie then continues, I know a lot of you think my brother is a dick and just hearing about this one incident, I would too. But I really think every single one of us would come off as a dick if someone wrote a Reddit post asking for advice about the biggest asshole thing we've ever done. Everyone has their good and bad qualities. Everyone is sometimes a chore to be around and I love my brother. I don't want to fight with him and I'm disappointed he's determined to drag this out. I know a lot of you wanted me to just ignore him until he stopped acting like a jackass or cut him out altogether. But that's just not realistic for me and our relationship. And it's not something I want. I do think my sister-in-law is eventually just going to make him talk to me. So hopefully this won't drag out for too much longer. But I'm just really sad about the whole thing. I've done all I can do though. My sister-in-law and I have plans to go hiking this weekend. And that's where the story ends. And it's just incredibly sad that brother refuses to see the actual causes of this incident. The child pulling the dog's ear, jumping all over the dog, etc, etc. Sure, it could have all been shut down a lot sooner. But the fact that he just refuses to see anything and, you know, help his daughter learn about respecting animals is not good. And, And frankly, quite scary, to be quite honest. But... What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. 
That's just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. A, B, C. One, two, three. Drink some. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.